welcome to Conveyancing Matters with Lorraine and Stu. Join us for a chat about all things property. Hi, so welcome to the latest edition of Conveyancing Matters. Today, I have Andrew McCall from AM Surveyors. So hi, Andrew, how are you? Yeah, hi, Stuart, how are you? Good stuff, not too bad, thank you, not too bad. Fortunately, today we're missing uh, my co-host Lorraine. Um, she's far too busy to deal with uh, to deal with myself today, so it's just me and you. So today we thought we'd have a, a good chat about surveys, um, as I know it's a, 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 you know a subject close to your heart, and it's something within the legal profession that we deal with on a, on a day-to-day basis, advising clients. So I suppose to start with, um, if I could ask just uh, for you to tell me a bit about yourself, how you got into the industry. Well, I'm, I'm uh, Andrew McCall, I'm a surveyor. I got into the industry quite late actually, about, about 15 years ago, but I've always been in the construction industry and dealing with uh, big house building projects, commercial projects, fitting out tower blocks, this kind of thing. But I've always had a, a love and a passion for buildings and, and perhaps older buildings as well. So historic buildings, uh, but, but all, all, all buildings. It's just something that I've enjoyed uh, doing, you go to any house, you don't know anything about it, and you have to come away knowing everything about it. So it's a bit like being a detective, I suppose. It's 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 find the problem or or find the clue uh, with it. Uh, so yeah, it's all, it's a profession that uh, I enjoy, and it's one that I I really do think is very very important, um, especially for the consumer. Houses are sold as seen. It's as simple as that. It's the biggest Definitely. thing you're ever going to buy. And I think we're an important part of the process and, and, and actually to a degree a forgotten part of the process. Massively. I mean, I've always said there should be equal parity, you know, with the lawyer. You know, the clients are going to buy the, the biggest acquisition that they're ever going to make, aren't they? Um, and what, you know, why wouldn't you carry out massive legal due diligence? And of course, you know, you guys, you are eyes, so to speak. Um, well, so that, that's, that, that's, that, that's right. And, and it's, it's really quite funny that, that people will walk into a house and they will know that that is the house that they're going to buy. And, and they've made that decision in 20 minutes. And, and actually, I do believe that one of the first people that they will call is their lawyer. They will call their conveyancer and say, I've put an offer in the house. And, and yes, they're going to call their, their bank and say, please arrange the survey if, if they're doing that. But, but they don't think of us at an early stage. They really, really don't think of us. And they should. <laughs> most definitely. Most definitely. So, so, Andrew, you've got your own business. And surveyors. Um, how long has that been going? Um, that's been going well, um, fifteen years. Uh, fifteen years, and we've we've had a quite a close relationship, probably from the, the start of PCS as well. Oh, um, so we've known each other uh, 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 quite a time, and, and Kate as well, and uh, well, just about everybody in PCS really. <laughs> Uh, but but all, also, um, I'm the vice chairman of the Residential Property Surveyors Association. Okay. Um, it's a not-for-profit association of uh, independent residential surveyors um, that come from different backgrounds, the uh, Royal Institute of Chartered Surveyors, the Chartered Association of Building Engineers, uh, Chartered Institute of Builders, Chartered Institute of Building Service Engineers, Structural Surveyors, I think you get the picture. If you are a competent, accredited um, uh, residential surveyor, you can be a member. And, and, and the beauty of it is, um, with our association, is, is uh, we've got a high bar for uh, joining um, and, and uh, everything's checked annually, okay? So, so 
I'd like to say that we don't have a bad apple uh, in the bunch. Uh, yeah. We've also got a panel where we, we actually uh, price uh, surveys for our members. Uh, so the RPSA can provide a, a survey for somebody anywhere in uh, England and Wales, and it's a complete quality assured uh, process. So, so it's a great thing to be part of. And I actually overlooked the panel um, uh, parts of the uh, organisation uh, as well. So, okay. So, so, so busy. <laughs> busy, busy, busy. Okay, so I suppose let's cut to the, 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 the biggest question of all. Why should somebody buying a property have a survey? Well, it, it's, it's crazy, really, because people spend more time looking at a car than they, they do at a house. And, and it's not because... Um, you know, they'd like to spend more time in the house, but you, you, you're in someone else's house and you can't test drive it. You've made that, that decision in, in about 20 minutes flat and it's a life-changing decision and it's, it's paying your mortgage for 25 years. Um, and there's a common misconception that the valuation from a bank is a survey. It is not. It gives you no consumer protection uh, whatsoever. And, and I think there's this, I mean, I could give you a hundred points, but if I could condense it into three, number one, I would, I'd always say about insurance. I mean, yeah. if you buy a house and you haven't had it professionally assessed and you start running into big problems, an insurance company could use that as an excuse. They say, how do we know that subsidence issue wasn't there beforehand? If you had a surveyor, the surveyor would have told you. The surveyor would have told you about that oak tree right next to the house that's causing problems he, he would have spotted that Japanese knotweed in the garden so I, I think insurance is, is 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 one thing I think when you make an offer on a property you make the offer on what you reasonably know about it but you have rose-colored glasses on when you go in there so when we go in there uh, we're not going to live there okay so we look at it cold hard light of day so if we find things that that you couldn't reasonably have known about at least you can use that for legitimate negotiation uh, with things. Because why, it's like paying more money. Why, why move in and get all the surprises? And um, you're probably gonna be skimped when you move in anyway. So, <laughs> so I, I do think that, that it is it's proper value. Um, and why not know about these issues at an early stage? Uh, and also your lawyer or your conveyancer is probably unlikely to actually go to the property. So we are the eyes and ears of the conveyancer. And, and it could be massively helpful. We could spot things about boundaries or covenants or uh, easements and, and, and lots of other things. So you'd be surprised. Well, you wouldn't be surprised, but um, how much actually talking behind the scenes that can go on between um, a, a conveyancer and, and a surveyor. So, so I think it's massively useful for the consumer. Yeah, I mean, we always advise all of our clients all of the time to have a survey. I think there's, you know, a lack of understanding sometimes with, with the general public as to what happens during the conveyancing process. And for us, one of the first things we explain to our client is that we do not see the property. We will not be visiting the property. So, you know, we carry out legal due diligence on the title to the property. It's, you know, it's all paperwork per se. So it's massively important that they instruct a surveyor because the surveyor is the expert at, at looking at the property. And if there are any problems with the property, you know, you buy it, it's, you know, let the buyer beware, so to speak. So do all your homework before you commit to buying it. So, you know, over the years, I've always sort of explained to clients that there's a number of different um, surveys 
that they can have from a home buyer's report to a structural survey. And maybe we'll speak about valuations in a bit as there's a, a misconception, I think, with a lot of people that, you know, the valuation is a survey, which most certainly it's not. If I was to ask you the question, Andrew, and we spoke briefly before we came uh, on there about the, the different types and, and maybe as far as you're concerned, there should only be one. What, how would you explain the different types of survey that there are? Well, I, I think the different types of survey that there are um, cause a lot of confusion uh, in the industry generally. You know, if someone wants to talk to me about a survey, I want to talk about their house, their, their needs, their future plans, their concerns before I would say, yes, you need this or you need that or you need the other. But I, I think really the question should be the other way around, not what type of survey, what surveyor? A survey is only as good as the surveyor. It's as simple as that. And I suppose to a degree, the actual survey type is a piece of paper he writes his report on. Um, and people say to me sometimes, oh, I'd like this, I'd like a full structural. Well, the thing is this, that, that all surveys primarily do the same thing. It's, is it structurally sound? Isn't it structurally sound? And, and with the different types, you could say, well, at, at the other end, or the, the more expensive survey, as it were, will give you a lot more detailed advice. Um, and and I, I, I don't think it's a, a, a one thing fits all um, question and answer. It's a, it, it really is. I would want to see the property, talk to the clients, and then let's say what you need. Uh, I get people saying, coming to me saying, I need a full structural survey. They, they're living on the, the 13th floor of a block of flats. Well, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that, that you, you're paying the most amount of money for, for uh, well, yeah, I don't think that that is suitable. So no, I course. think it really is a matter of, of talking to your uh, surveyor and, uh, yeah, let them have That's a, really That's yeah, really interesting. Though. So if, if, if we recommend a client to you, and they'd call you and, and you would go through, you know, what they're doing, the type of property they're buying, and perhaps make a product that's, that's suitable for them, suitable for their needs. Yes. <clears throat> I mean, when I um, send, send out, I, don't, I, I personally don't give prices out over the phone. I will talk to a client. I will run through the survey types and what I would recommend. Yeah. I put everything in writing to them, and I never chase anything up uh, whatsoever because, you know, I don't want to be classed as some double glazing salesman from hell that is going to plague the life out of people. But I'm, I'm a great believer in, and a lot of this is to do with my involvement with the um, RPSA, that there should only be one type of inspection, and that's a full and thorough inspection. So, so I tend to favour the, the, the building survey and, and also the home condition survey. Home condition survey sits kind of in the middle, it's the same level of inspection, but, but not as ex expensive. But at the end of the day, the, the, the clients can have whatever the client wants. You know, the, the choice and the offers are there. Yeah, I can make a recommendation, but at the end of the day, it's, it's consumer choice. But, but I think that there is that, that process of talking to someone for 10 or 15 minutes to understand uh, what they're going to do to a property. Because... You, you talk to someone and they say, well, I want to do an extension or I want to do a loft conversion. And the first thing I can see is, well, that's not possible in this case. Or I want to build on top of this 1930s garage. You know, it's so, so I, I think it's managing their expectations as well uh, with things. Um, and also, I, I think that, that people don't always understand what a survey is all about. I, I consider the surveyor to be a general doctor. He goes there, 
he'll have a look and, and he will make further recommendations on certain things if need be. Um, you know, we, we, we're not um, gas engineers. Um, and um, so, so sometimes more specialist stuff is, is needed uh, in the yeah. future. But, it's a great but, point you make though, because um, you know, whether a client could extend on top of that sort of single story extension, something of that ilk, that would never come up with the conveyancing process. And you know, lots of clients would be buying properties with the view of extending them, that kind of thing. So it really does show you how important the survey can be. Um, if we turn to the, the, the sort of red herring um, in the survey, well, the valuation, mm. you know, the amount of times this causes us as lawyers a problem where the client you know, thinks they've had a survey. So again, if I say to you, Andrew, you know, what is a valuation? Why, why do we need a survey when we've already got a valuation? Well, I mean, and this this is this is the, the, the thing that is wrong with the industry is mm. is that eighty percent of people you think it's more, but I've always had eighty percent in my head that eighty percent of people think that evaluation is a survey. It is yeah. not in any way, shape, or form. And nowadays, even most valuations are what they call desktop uh, appraisals, so they don't even go there. All all the bank is worried about, and I'll probably get in trouble with banks for saying this is. Well, can 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 you pay can you pay for the mortgage? And if you can't, can we sell that property again? I think that that is the nuts and bolts of of business. But but the message is isn't really out there firmly enough that um, the valuation will not give you consumer protection. And and I think that people don't realise that until later down in the line, and and then it can cause a, a bump in the whole process because then people say, right, I need to organise a survey. Can you do it tomorrow? Yeah, right. Yeah. We're waiting for your call. Of course, we can do it tomorrow. <laughs> no, but we try and do things quickly. But but I think um, it, it, it just adds. It's another thing that adds to the whole process. Yeah, definitely. I think one of the the, the issues might be that you know the client has to pay for that valuation. So I think the client pays for that valuation. They think they're paying for a, a product that's going to be for them. Um, we always tell all our clients that you know you may pay for the valuation. The bank may ask you to. To pay that fee however it's not being done for you it's a, a valuation for the bank you know designed to tell them that the property that's being bought is going to be okay to lend x amount of money on they're not going to look at possible damp or subsidence or issues like that and i think one of the real key points as well which we always try and explicitly tell our client and that is you know, if a valuation takes place and the valuer was to miss something that is wrong with the property, that client has absolutely no recourse whatsoever against the valuer, against the bank. You know, it's it's done. The, the valuation offers them, would you say, zero protection, I suppose. So it really is important, I think, as lawyers, that we explain the difference. We explain the fact that the valuations for the bank only, that you still must, 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 you really must get, you know, get a survey. Um, and we were talking the other day, weren't we, about the types of property. You know, I said to you, oh, you know, would you bother with a survey on a, a property that's eight years of age or would you bother on a, a you know, a leasehold um, property? But you were saying, you know, in your opinion, you should always have a survey. It's, it's you know, not a well, property. Yeah, the property yeah. type doesn't define. Yeah, all properties. I, I think you have a hundred-year-old property and people say, I must have it surveyed because it, it might fall down. Well, actually, I think to myself, it's been standing there for a hundred years it, it probably won't, um, and, and I'm, a, I'm a little bit more suspicious and cautious of the new property because I think to myself it hasn't proved itself 
you know, was it was it properly built? And, and we can go, and we, we have gone to many new properties where there are some serious issues. Um, and we can, I think there was a BBC um, poll about 98% of people not being happy with the new property, but I think that is a subject for another day on <laughs> new build properties. <laughs> Uh, but it's yes, funny, isn't it? You, yeah, you're, you're, you're exactly right, though, because, you know, there's a lot of publicity about new builds and, and the quality of build at the moment. Um, but in my head, I've always sort of been fixated. You know, the older the property, like you said, 100 years old, muscular survey, muscular survey. If it's new, you know, maybe you don't need one so much. But you're right. You know, it's been standing there for 100 years. I never would have thought of it in that kind of context. Well, well, I get it all, all the time. It's only 20 years old. I don't need a survey, you know, and, and, and I, I think that people do just cut corners and think, oh, do you know what, I'll, I'll save a few hundred quid by, by not bothering to have a survey done. Um, but th there was some, I think there was some old um, research and, and there was some statistics done. Uh, and this was probably about 10 years ago that... Um, one in 10 people that had a survey done actually saved about £10,000 with an average of £2,500 generally um, uh, with, with, with surveys. I'd like to know what the latest statistic is uh, with it. Um, but, but I think also it's not even about, you know, can I get some money off? Peace of mind is absolutely priceless. Yeah, I've yeah. bought a property that is good. And, and I think, you know, stamp, job well done. And I think that sometimes people are a bit, oh, didn't you find anything wrong then? Uh, and yeah, I think, well, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things. Yeah, I and mean, I always tell the clients, you know, you know you're, you're getting an expert to go in there to look for things that could potentially affect you once you've bought that property. And I actually had a friend, a good friend of mine, fairly recently that bought a substantial property, despite mm. me telling him three or four times during the conveyancing process, have a survey, have a survey. Um, he chose not to um, and on moving in you know he has discovered all sorts of problems with modifications that were carried out to this property extensions that were not fit for purchase and you know I'm not exaggerating to say that he's actually had to you know knock down parts of the property to have it rebuilt because it was in such a poor state and it just amazes me the, the volume of money that people will spend on the property um, and you know they'll move in. They'll they'll spend a couple of grand on new carpets, mm. but they didn't consider having a server. I just find it perplexing. And and yet, oh. as lawyers, we're, we're telling we're telling clients, I advise you to have a survey. We don't say that once or twice. It's three or four times during the process. And that wouldn't be you know PCS legals of practice. It would be all lawyers telling all their clients. So you know it's it's something really you'd expect you know many 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 more people to actually do it, but unfortunately they don't do they. No, no, no. Uh, the other thing about um, surveys that, that I do want to, to add is that, that sometimes surveys can focus on the negative, okay? Mm -hmm. But I actually think that we're not there to throw a spanner in the works, okay? We are, we are here to offer a solution, okay? That there's no such thing as perfect. There are little bits and pieces with every house. And we will say, well, okay, we found something there. This is what you need to do about it. So it is not the end of the world. So we're not here. To kill a dream we're not we're not here to kill to kill the sale i, I don't think there's very rarely a problem that, that we can't solve or, or give some some good advice uh, on things because at the end of the day it's, it's the dream house for, for people i think i think that's it though isn't it it's, it's letting the client buy the property being aware that they may well 
you know, have a, have a slight issue, but it may be something they can attend to later down the line. It doesn't have to be a case of pulling out or, or renegotiating prices, although it does give you an angle to do that. Um, but, you know, you're buying fully aware of the state and the condition of the property and whether during the next few years you, you may have to do some repairs or upkeep. It's, you know, surely peace of mind is, is, is worth the money alone. Yeah, but uh, definitely. Look, Andrew, um, we've been sort of chatting now for about 20, 25 minutes. So it's probably time to sort of wrap it up. Um, I just want to say, you know, a big thank you for coming on. Um, I've really enjoyed the chat. Um, I found all the information, you know, fascinating. Um, and it's, it's nice to sort of, you know, speak to somebody about surveys, an expert in the field. Um, if we've got any clients that are watching that are thinking about having a survey, um, we would always recommend you guys. So um, if you want to give them a plug, um, how would they contact you? Uh, amsurveys.co.uk uh, or nationally, the rpsa.org.uk. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for your time today, Angie. Well, thank you. And I hope I get invited back. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> bye bye. Yes.